Greetings, Carl here. I've been thinking a lot lately about the struggle of making dreams reality, right? And, and I, I didn't use those terms when I first started thinking about this, maybe even like as long as a decade ago. I used to say like, there's this thing that I really want to do. And, and thing was the only word I, I knew to use. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have never even thought to call it my art <laughs> or my work, like uh, none of those. It was just this thing and it, it was initially unspeakable. Um, but now I've sort of, I'm working on this model, um, that I'll be talking more about. And, and the, the model is around the, sort of the, the process of making dreams reality. But one of the things that's so fascinating to me is, is, is how hard it is as a human way before we have to worry about the, you know, what Stephen Pressfield calls the, the war of art, right? And the resistance and all the things that get in the way and the battle and all of that stuff of putting something actually into the world way before we get there, how hard it is as a human to even get clear about, and not even clear, to even get a vague idea, to put some framework around the thing itself. That's really fascinating to me. Like what? Because we get so caught up in mimetic desire and thinking of like what other people do and looking at, you know, well, but Seth Godin does it that way or so-and-so does it that way and, and looking and it's natural. I, and by the way, I'm super guilty of this, but we're always looking for templates to follow, models, paths. We're looking at how other people have done it and we're doing that with good intention, right? I'm not saying this is bad. We're doing that with good intention. It makes sense. Like how, how have other people solved this problem? And, and, but what that leads to is it gets really confusing about like, what's the thing we want to do? And, and <laughs> it's so fascinating to me when you start to think about even before you get to the big struggle, you've got this other huge struggle internally to get clear about what's your thing. What does it mean? What is the thing you want to put into the world? And the reason I'm thinking about this is I was having a great conversation with a friend of mine um, who I'll just call Blair. And Blair and I have been talking for years. And, but we only talk, maybe we talk, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's this often, but maybe it's four times a year, right? And um, no, it's not that. It's like two or three times a year, whatever. It's it, it, months, sometimes like a year will go between conversations. But we've been talking long enough now that we can each remember things that the other one said years ago. And in my conversation with Blair today, he mentioned something that he wanted, that he, he's building something and he's like, you know, and I, you know, it would be really fun is to do this. And I was like, Blair, you told me that you know, you told me that a couple of years ago, that keeps coming up. And I recently had that happen with um, a, a, a really somebody I'd refer to as a, a partner, um, a coworker here at Behavior Gap, who, and her, I'm going to just call her Jacqueline, if that's okay. Um, and Jacqueline has done all this work to organize a bunch of 
of content. In the process, she's run into all these notes that I've taken over the years. And she's like, Carl, you know what's so crazy is you've consistently had some, you've consistently sort of written down and named some things that you want to put into the world. And they've remained, they've remained constant. They're on lists from five years ago. They may even be on lists from 10 years ago. But we keep, then, then, then we go to do the thing and we're like, oh, but that thing doesn't make sense and nobody else has done it that way. And, and, and that doesn't fit in the current model. And, and, you know, everybody else is doing membership programs and, you know, like everybody else has a blog or a whatever. Like we get so caught up and we get confused because it's, and we look around and we, we, we mimic other people and we, we, we take advice of well-intentioned consultants and we, and, and the thing we really need to do is take a big breath, get really clear about what we feel like. That's what I'm learning is that it's feel like I, I, like I can feel like I'm going to do that thing then we need to clarify it in writing for ourselves, sort of sell ourselves on the idea, make it clear before we mention it to anyone else. That's my new rule. It's a Dan Sullivan rule. I can't mention it to anyone else. And I'm trying, not even my family or my wife. Like until I'm sold on it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm no longer going to, I'm going to use the word, it's a little strong, but since it's about me, I'm, I'm no longer going to pollute <laughs> the world with unclarity. I talked about this a couple episodes ago, right? Except for this podcast this is my place to play around. But back to the point, right? Getting clear about the thing is the first battle. And in order to do that, yeah, it makes sense to look at everybody else. What are they doing? What's working? What makes sense? But then after all that, we kind of got to tear all that up and get quiet and think, here's the thing. Yeah, I've wanted to do that for a decade. I'm going to do that, right? So the first, <laughs> I don't know if it's the first step, but one of the earliest steps in turning a dream in, into reality is clarifying the dream, putting words to the unspeakable naming the thing. And I think that that's like a different, that's a new skill for me, like getting quiet, listening internally, you know, sort of um, clarifying and writing down the feeling, the power of it, so that I can say no to all the fear or worry or even well-intentioned people who tell me it may not work and just say, because I've got a you know, like Covey said, I've got a deeper yes, and it's how I feel about it. So I hope that, so if, if you have got this thing and you don't even know what to call it yet, it's unspeakable, it's just a feeling. I, I call this the stirring. Phase one is the stirring, right? It's just this, it's, 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 it's when the thing first starts to, it's almost like a sliver under your skin. Like you don't really quite know it's there. It's just, if you've, you, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you've got this thing you've always wanted to do, listen to it, right? Listen to it, dance with it a little bit until you can put some words around it, clarify it. And that's the first step. That's the first step to um, making a dream reality. Hope that's helpful. 
I'd love to hear your stories, as always. Carl at, well, actually, it's better. Hello at behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. Send them to me. Thanks.